Welcome to Adventist Voices. I'm Alexander Carpenter. Thanks a lot for listening along this uh, spring and summer as we explored some really interesting ideas with some really thoughtful people. We've got some great series coming up and some fascinating folks to talk with, some of whom are recommended by you, our listeners. So if you have additional ideas on some themes or some um, fun people to chat with, feel free to email me at acarpenter at puc.edu. This week, we're actually doing something a little different, actually very timely. Like many of you, uh, my attention was focused on Hurricane Dorian, and as it very tragically impacted the Bahamas, I have been noticing the Adventist Development and Relief Agency's response. So I reached out to the communication team and they very quickly and helpfully introduced me to the person that uh, you're going to be hearing from in a few seconds. His name is Nat Kofi Abu Bonsra. He has a really interesting background that he gets into briefly. He's ADRA's emergency response planning manager on the ground in the Bahamas. The communication quality is not as good as we normally have on this podcast because he was uh, just speaking on a phone from the ground there. But our brief but uh, interesting call, I think, is worth listening to, um, in part because he is very passionate and knowledgeable about what he's doing there. And I think it gives a really interesting insight into what Adra is doing these days. Hope you enjoy it. We will not fear. The kingdom is alive. The kingdom's on the move with the poor and the meek and the hungry and the lonely. I'll never forget it. Let me start out by saying that it's an honor to be talking with you and for our Adventist Voices audience. Um, I'm talking with Nat Kofi Abu Bonsra, who is the ADRA Emergency Response Planning Manager. Uh, Hello and welcome. Hi, Alexander. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. Sure. It's really an honor to be talking with you, and I would love it if you would just tell us what you're seeing there uh, in the Bahamas right now. Um, I would like to say a big hello to your audience. Um, I have been here since Friday. I was deployed uh, to come here as an emergency planning manager to help with our response to Hurricane Dorian. And um, since I came in as a planning manager, I basically helped with the coordination of our proposals um, that we send out to our ADRA network and also to other organizations like the UN and other nonprofits that are on the ground. Um, so Saturday we were, you know, deep into writing proposals and getting those out. And then on Sunday we went on the ground. Um, as you know, the places that have been here is Albaco and also Grand Bahama. So we split the team into two um, and some of us went to 
Grand Bahama and the others went to Abaco. I was part of the team that went to Grand Bahama, which is where Adra had started implementing uh, hot meal food distribution and water distribution um, at the Freeport Adventist um, Church. Um, so Great. Yeah. Let me just jump in there. Uh, how big is the team that Adra has down there right now? Um, currently, we are a team of six, five people, um, but we're expecting three more people to join us. We have, um, from, and just to clarify that, the team of six people is just capacity that Adra has sent from all over our network to come support the Bahamas um, office here. Um, so the Bahamas office has staff that are on the ground, um, and they started right off the bat as soon as the hurricane passed, and they started this distribution on Thursday. Um, so the rest of the team have been coming in um, gradually, and currently I would say we're six now expecting two more people just to provide capacity for the country office. Um, sounds like uh, you you really had a quick response. What? Um, so you were kind of um, distributing some supplies. Can you talk us uh, talk to us a little bit about what you were doing at the church? Um, so at the church, we were basically addressing the most immediate need, and we realized right off the bat that people need food and water. Um, we set we set it up at the church where from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. they were giving out hot meals. We, we ourselves had limited resources, but we were able to provide about 400 hot meals each day. The sad thing about the distribution that we're doing is we quickly realized that every time once we ran out of food, we had more people still showing up. Um, and man, it's not a good feeling to be right there. Um, and to see people come in for food and we are out of food for that day. Uh, so we're really looking forward to scaling up on that. Uh, we plan to also establish two more distribution points, um, on the island of Grand Bahama. Uh, we're not doing, currently doing anything at Abaco because the government is evacuating everybody, um, from that island due to how bad the devastation is and how bad it is to try to even access um, the place. So our focus has been in Grand Bahama. Um, the distribution has not been enough so far as much as we would like it to be, um, but we are working very hard to up, to scale up on, on it, uh, on the response there. So it sounds um, like you had uh, folks showing up who were hoping to get food and they weren't able to. Can you describe a little bit about what it what the feeling was uh, throughout the the distribution time? Um, so throughout the distribution time, and this is from my experience being on the ground to assess the situation, um, we got there around um, around 12:30, and distribution started around 1 p.m. But even before 1 p.m., when they brought in the food. Um, the, the cooked food, we could see that people were lingering around sort of waiting for distribution to start. And once they, they noticed that everything had been set up, you know, the line started and um, they started giving out food. One of the great things that our volunteers and the Adra team that is on the ground are doing is anybody that shows up gets the amount of food they request for. 
in terms of the pack. So the question is, how many do you want? And we're giving out seven, eight, five boxes to one individual because we understand that situation. People drove hours just to get to our distribution point, which is part of the reason why we're trying to create two more distribution centers on the east side and on the west side. The east side has been the most devastated, and people are basically trapped there. And we would love to scale up and be able to be close to those people to provide them with food and water. Um, so you, you want to provide food and water. Um, as you're looking into the future, are you um, uh, envisioning additional um, uh, sort of um, supplies or responses, house shelter, uh, and that sort of thing? Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, what we are doing currently is just an immediate need. I mean, um, people really need these stuff. Look, going forward, we have a bunch of interventions that we are going to propose in terms of providing um, medical services. You know, as as you're aware, the Adventist Network has great um, health system, and we're in talks with all those um, agencies to see how best we can help um the Grand Bahama and Abaco community moving forward. Um, we're also planning an intervention of cash voucher distribution, which ADRA has been implementing in different disaster zones around the world. And right off the bat, Syria, Yemen, um, Venezuela regional crisis come to mind. And with this cash vouchers, what we do is um, we go into contract with vendors who have certain goods that we deem as very essential for our um, for the victims of the crisis. So once they receive the vouchers, um, they take it to the vendors that are in agreement with us, and the v vendors are able to provide them with the items that they need. This allows them to have some kind of financial response of flexibility since ADRA does not really limit what they can buy besides certain things um, that comes to mind, no alcohol or no cigarettes or stuff like that, but food items, um, stuff for babies and just stuff to maintain the household, they have the ability to use these cash vouchers to um, purchase them. We are also looking at providing a psychosocial support and emotional learning space for um, the children and the youth. Um, Alexander, I'm telling you, this experience is very traumatic even for the adults. Um, I had an interaction with one lady that lost two of her, of her children, one of them who was about to go into college. And for her, she's been having nightmares ever since this event. Um, and, you know, they're trying to cope as best as they can, but we also need to provide them with that support, and this will be a long-term um, intervention, and it will be placed in um, schools because we will be working closely with the Ministry of Education. It's going to be an informal learning center um, to provide a space and an opportunity for the children to, you know, improve their, their, their learning behavior and mental health. Um, just to form friendship and peer-to-peer -peer support, you know, um, to discuss their experience together as a, as a window um, for them. Um, so we're going to do that. Um, we're also looking at working with um, other partners to, you know, provide a water treatment plant where we're going to be um, 
treating salt water into drinkable water. Besides the need for drinking water, there's also the need for water to be able to do certain things like cooking and bathing. Some of the people that I interacted with have not had a bath for days since this thing happened. And it's very, um, it's very traumatizing even for me being on the field and interacting with people has been, um, a very humbling experience to say the least. And God has been so good in terms of us, um, as Adra having the church, um, be a part of us and helping us to do the very well needed work that, um, has to go on underground. We're still looking for people to support us with these interventions, um, as, as time goes on. Yeah. So it sounds like folks, uh, and I'll definitely include a link, um, to, in this post where folks can, um, uh, reach out and, uh, donate to, uh, the ADRA response there in the Bahamas. Um, would you mind just talking a little bit about how you got involved in working with ADRA? So, um, I got involved with working with ADRA. First of all, my dad is also a development aid worker. He, he, he has been doing that for, over 25 years, and he started with Adra Ghana. And so while I was a young kid, I saw my dad working with Adra um, with programs such as HIV-AIDS intervention um, around the country. Um, and so I have been passionate about development work ever since I was growing up. And ADRA has been one of those agencies that I always aspired to be a part of because of the great work that they're doing around the world. We go straight to the people where they are in the most terrible places that um, usually most NGOs do not venture. And we have the strength of the church, which is basically spread across the world and have their feet on the ground that allows us to come in with an understanding of the people that we're dealing with. Um, and so I've been working with Adref now for a year, um, and it has, it has been a great experience so far um, in being of service to humankind. Yeah, that's great. So you're a multi-generation ADRA uh, um, yes. uh, employee. That's fantastic. So another thing I wanted to talk about um, with this intervention is that a lot of people are moving from these islands and coming to the capital of Nassau. And that was something that we have realized based on our assessment on the ground. So we have um, we are proposing another intervention that will be based here in Nassau, targeting the people that are moving here. We have secured an Adventist, an old Adventist gymnasium where we're housing um, some of the people that are coming. Um, we received 250 individuals just last night, and we're facing a problem where we need uh, mattresses and blankets. Um, for these families because the situation is very dire. I, we're expecting another 200 people that will be coming off a boat um, from Grand Bahama and Abaco this evening too. So as you can see, um, the situation here in Nassau itself is also grim. And I would just like to appeal to anyone who would either have access to mattresses, access to blankets, access to hygiene kits, access to medical supplies, just to reach out to the ADRA network. And let's see how best we can help our brothers and sisters here in the Bahamas. 
Well, thank you very much for that uh, appeal. And um, I uh, really appreciated talking with you today. One final question. What are you going to be doing for the rest of this afternoon? So for the rest of this afternoon, we're going to be going to the gym um, to interact with the people. Also, we're going to um, we're going out with our logistics manager to try and procure some tents, to try and procure some storage facilities um, moving forward. We also have cluster meetings with all the other NGOs that are also part of this intervention. We don't want to replicate things that people are doing, and we don't want to see any overlaps. Therefore, we want to tell people what we are doing and hear what they're doing and see how best we can collaborate to make this um, a very effective um, response. Well, Nat, it's been a pleasure, and I wish you um, God's blessing as you continue this really important work. Thank you so much, Alexander. Thank you for calling us, and we really appreciate the work you're doing to get the word out as we um, help with this emergency response. Um, I would like to thank all the people that have so far sent in their support. We really appreciate the support. I mean, I can't tell you how far these, um, either your $20, your $10, your $100, and the hundreds of thousands of dollars that others are giving are going to help these families. When you give people food and you see the joy in their face, um, it really drives home how you don't have to take a lot of things for granted. And I think that most often um, we take things for granted. But these people are very resilient people, and it's just it's just great seeing how resilient they are even in times like this. Um, so I just want to thank everybody um, for their support so far. Well, absolutely. Thank you for uh, representing ADRA's work so well. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. All right. Bye, Alexander. Bye-bye. Yes, I knew Sister White. We will not fear. The kingdom is alive. The kingdom's on the move when the poor and the meek and the hungry and the lonely 